Oh gosh, friends, friends, friends. Is everyone okay out there? I don't know if you're aware, but it's snowing in Toronto on April the 18th? That's, that's crazy talk. That's crazy talk, but you know what might just warm you up? A little bit of surf rock from our friends, the Curry Brothers, Pride of Gravenhurst, Ontario. able to adjust my microphone a little bit in the uh, break. That's fantastic. Ooh, Link Ray Gun, our theme for the season, maybe forever. I am a fan of that track. Curry Brothers, as I say, look them up on Bandcamp. Link is in the bio, the album, We Are the Curry Brothers. If you don't have it, well, you're sleeping on a winner. That's all I'm saying. Speaking of sleeping, that's what I'd like to be doing right now. Cuddled up, warm and toasty, maybe underneath a duvet. Hey, you know what they call a duvet in Australia? That's going to blow your mind if you've never heard it before. They call it a duna. A duna. I don't even know why, but that's what they call it. Anyway, would I like to be cozy warm? Maybe with a nice warm body next to me and thinking of one in particular she's not watching yet but she might be later none other than my north star miss erica uh yeah i would be because it's cold af as the kids say and uh as noted snowed today snowed and not like a couple of flakes that kind of melted and kind of oh it was like snow but no like i can see out my window there's white everywhere and it's april the 18th Easter's happened. When Jesus comes back, you're not supposed to have snow anymore, at least not in this part of Canada. Very, very upsetting. Now, don't get me wrong. I love a bit of snow. Love snow. In the winter. In the spring, I find snow an unwelcomed visitor at best. Let's go with that. But you know what? I'm not going to let that bother me. Now, I do have a bit of business to deal with here. I got a little bit of this beer left. Now, this is not the beer we're doing tonight, but I do want to take a moment. I'm going to pull out a can just a sec. I'm a little creaky. Oh, because it was a holiday Monday. I did my workout later in the day today and I'm feeling it now. Holy moly. Uh, Not what we're doing today, but maybe what we're doing next week. If you're watching the video and... Mary Beth from the Granite sure is. She's just joined in. This is ridiculous. I am holding up, if you're listening to the podcast, a can of, I don't know what the dot over the U means. It's just one. It's not an umlaut. It's just a single dot. I don't know if that makes me shorten the U, lengthen the U, invert the U. I don't know much about accents, and I can't speak Czech to save my soul. But this is called B, is how I'm saying it. This is the new lager from Godspeed. This is their homage to Budvar, which is the original king of beers. I keep saying, buh, this should be called bruh. Like if they put an R in, get it? It's really good. Anyway, I'm going to shotgun the last of this. Because it's what I was just drinking now during story time. Yeah, we had story time. 
My wonderful, beautiful boy at 13 still likes it when I read to him, and I will read to him when he's 30 if he lets me. Not least because I get to do voice work, which is great. Yeah, I've got a whole range of characters, and uh, I enjoy doing the, the voice work. Uh, anyway, that's neither here nor there. I didn't shotgun this because I was still talking. Bruh! Let me have one more. Yeah, that did it. That's a heck of a nice beer. Glad I bought a bunch of those. By the way, if you haven't bought them yet, available right now at Godspeed. May I recommend, and I'm recommending this on principle because I have not personally done it yet. Go into Godspeed. Go into the bar part of Godspeed. Sit down and order a glass of that on one of their side pull check taps. It's going to be something special. And then pick up some cans to take home with you. Of course, while you're there, should you get some of the Sklepnik old style or whatever the heck it's called? Yeah, I got I got some of that. What about the uh, the Svetli Letzak 12? Oh, yeah, that's a tasty beer, too. And of course, you you can't go wrong with Oksutra. <laughs> Still can't say it. Man, I had Reiske and John teach me how to say it. Otsukarasama. I actually do know how to say it. It just doesn't flow off the tongue naturally up in here. Oh, and there's Kevin. Hi, Kev. Uh, get some of all that. Man, you'll have a great night. Or weekend. Or week. Depends how much you buy. And how much you drink, I suppose. But no. Five and a half minutes in. Let's talk about what we're actually drinking tonight. Look at this mean label. I love that. Oh, it's like a, like a, a black wolf having a bite at the moon it looks like and it is called Mani again um accent over the a don't know what that's supposed to do Manny Mani Manny I don't know going with Mani uh this is Mani this is a collab brew between our friends friends of the pod at Little Beasts and Third Moon Brewing Company, the pride of, what did I say it was? Milton, I think. I think they're in Milton. Just had to look it up. Well, I swear I saw it earlier. Anyway, we're going with Milton. Um, maybe it's Ha Milton. Oh, hey, Justin. Uh, anyway, Third Moon, Little Beasts, collab, Manny. I'm hesitant to tell you about this beer because I do know a little bit about it. Never had it before. This is when Aaron and I did the long talking about um, diversity and equity in brewing episode. She very kindly uh, sent along a couple of bottles of beer and uh, more than a couple, if I'm honest. It was a it was 12. Uh, <laughs> and this is the last one of those. And I'm going to open it now. Now, I'm not entirely sure what's going to happen. This could be an active beer. So if beer goes everywhere, don't worry. I'm completely unprepared. It'll be hilarious. Here we go. No, we're okay. It did not explode into my lap. Embarrassingly, no doubt. Uh, yeah, let's just go for this. We're going to pour it. Um, little difficult. Oh, I'm not pouring it on camera. There we go. The color looks very similar to what I was just drinking. A little darker. I would call this a dark amber. That looks like that looks like every beer and every beer commercial I saw growing up. 
Nice white head. Active carbonation. It's clear. I can see my face on the screen right through it. It's a little, little distorted, obviously, but pretty clear. Yeah, I don't even know what style it's supposed to be. I just know something that's in it. Oh, pardon me, I do. I just read it and remembered. Okay. I mean, if I know, you should know before I start looking like I'm a friggin' genius. It's a smoked grisette. Put a pin in that, kids. With black garlic. This might be the hippest of hipster beers maybe I've ever had, and certainly I've had in some time. Am I excited? You're damn right I'm excited. Do you know what a grisette is? I do. I'll tell you after this. Do you know what black garlic is? I do. I'll tell you after this. Let me stick my nose in here and tell you what I smell. It's going to be something, I bet. Oh, oh, that's actually interesting. Less smoky than I was expecting. Definitely a bit of smoke, but it's got a very, uh... What is that? It's almost a barrelly smoke kind of aroma to it. It smells oaky. Not like there's no there's no booze to it. You know, it doesn't smell like there's like rum or bourbon or something in it, but it's just the it, the the smoke has a like an oaky quality to although there is also very clearly an earthy, slightly garlicky smell. Which I'm assuming is the black garlic cuz it, it ain't the hops. I know that sour isn't necessarily an aroma, but there's an aroma to this that even if you, I didn't know it was a grisette, I would think, oh, this smells like it might be a little sour. I suppose you can smell lactic acid, so that's probably what I'm smelling. And like, it's interesting because of the, the color might be deceiving me. That might actually be coming. Some of that darker amber might be coming from the garlic itself. It's got a real Pilsner malty kind of smell to it. So I think we've done enough uh, nasal investigation, which is maybe not the nicest way of putting that, but I've done it and I'm going to stick with it. I, I'm going to now stop my nasal investigation of this beer and proceed with my oral Investigation. That actually was worse. Let's see. Hmm. 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 <laughs> well, I'd say that was unexpected, but then I would sound stupid because it's exactly what it says on the can or bottle in this case. Oh, that's lovely. That's very unexpected and very nice. Like, very nice. Holy moly. Hmm. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Wow. Okay. Okay. So, let's just start from the beginning, which I'm told. It's a very good place to start. When you put it in your mouth, something's going to happen, and it's this. There's a very active carbonation, and it fizzes a little bit in your mouth. So for the briefest of seconds, you can't actually taste anything. You just are overwhelmed by sort of a fizzy, foamy kind of sensation. 
right away, it's a little tart, not particularly tart, but just the slightest bit of tart. And then it immediately tastes. I mean, I hesitate to say this because I don't want to scare people off. It tastes very clearly of black garlic. It's garlicky and a little funky and earthy. Um, the smoke, it's funny because the smoke and the garlic just seem to go together. Um, now, contrary to popular belief, I don't know if it's a popular belief, contrary to what you might think looking at black garlic, which is black, um, black garlic is not itself smoked. Um, nor, nor is it like, it's not like roasted garlic that they've roasted very dark. It's a fermented garlic. I think it does subsequently get roasted or dried out somehow. Um, but, uh, the, the, the color is from the fermentation process. Um, it's not, it's not charred by any standards. I'm going to look that up to make sure. But I remember my wife got a bag, like a pound of black garlic and I looked it up at the time because it was a, it was, a, I confess, a, uh, um, it was an ingredient I wasn't super familiar with. Uh, black garlic. Uh, it's um, found on menus everywhere, but it's not anything new. Blah, blah, blah. Used in Asian cuisines. Um, it's aging regular garlic bulbs over the course of weeks or months. Requires strictly regulated temperature and humidity to achieve its sticky consistency with a softer molasses-like flavor. It is a more delicate option than the raw bulb. Yeah, so like I say, and that's the point, that blackness is just from the aging and dehydration process. It's, it's not, there's no smoke coming from the garlic. So there is a lightly smoky quality to the beer, but the, the garlic and a little bit of the sourness is 100%. No, not a hundred. It's like 90% of what you're going to taste in this beer in a really nice way. Um, it's, this is a grown up taste just to warn you. I'm going to have another sip because it's been about a minute and a half since my last one. Hmm. That is incredible. Yeah. Slightly lactic tart. Uh, followed by that. So that what I just read you there about black garlic being molasses. -y. I mean, I, I guess I can get behind that. But to me, black garlic, it's garlicky, but it's earthy, but with a funk to it, like like a cloth bound cheese, almost like a there's a there's a similar quality to it as like a, a farmhouse cheddar. Uh, that's the only way to put it. It's not cheesy, but that's the funk part of it uh, is is a, um, akin to that. With this softer, more mellow, garlicky kind of taste to it. And then, yeah, the finish is a little woody and earthy. Um, and, and as I say, smoky, but not like heavily. It's just... It's like, have you ever had a really filthy hipster smoked cocktail where they take the glass of the cocktail and they, they put it on the bar and then they have like a large glass bell or like a glass lid and they, they, they burn a, 
some sort of an incense or some sort of a an herb bundle or something. And they the smoke goes into the bell and then they put the bell over the glass. And they just let that smoke sort of caress the cocktail and then they take it out. That's like the level of smoking. It's there and you certainly are aware of it, but it's not overwhelmingly smoky. It's just just a bit of smoke. It's actually it's a little bit like the way that Bim at Godspeed. Funny, we just demoed a, or showed you a Godspeed beer there a second ago. Bim can use smoke in a way that it's there if you go looking for it, but you're not overwhelmed by a sense of smokiness. It's, this is not a smoked beer compared to like a, a German rock beer or something like that. This is just gently smoky, a little lactic tart and a ton, not a ton, because again, that when I say that, I, I don't want you to think it's overwhelmingly garlicky, but there's a very present black garlic taste, which works with that sourness and that smokiness really well, really well. Hmm. Hmm. That is something. That really is a very, very cool beer. And I have plenty more of it, and I'm not unhappy about that. I am unhappy about what we're going to talk about in a minute, which is what we're going to eat with it. Because I don't have what I'm looking for. Tastes almost like Beamster. Tastes like Beamster XO. But again, not in a milk fatty way. Although, lactic, I it's a little milky, if I'm honest with you. But uh, just that, that black garlic has a real funk to it. Uh, very akin to an aged cheese. So cool. The beer, as noted, a little tart at the beginning. It's not sweet. That Pilsner malty thing. I can still smell it on the nose, but I don't really get it on the palate. Yeah, certainly the, the prevalent taste is that black garlic. Tartness and smoke. There is a malty quality to it, but we're getting pretty deep in the weeds on that. Um, and I would never guess, I would never suggest that, hey, that, that was Pilsner malt, although I said so on the aroma. The taste, I don't get that. I'm just aware that there is a bit of a maltiness to it. In terms of hops, couldn't tell you. Um, probably some in there. I mean, legally, there has to be for it to be beer in Ontario. Um, but um, they might be adding some leafy earthiness. I don't even know what they would have necessarily used here. Um, I can look this up and see, because this is a very fascinating um, beer. But to me, the takeaway is just how wonderfully different it is. It's interesting because I want to keep drinking it. It's not like a novelty. I'm not like, oh, that's interesting. It tastes like black garlic. Hmm. Second sip did too. I'm kind of done. I'm like, I want to keep drinking this beer. It's really tasty. Hmm. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm sure I could go more in depth and start pulling apart the nuance of the black garlic taste. But if you've had black garlic, you know what it tastes like. And that's what this beer tastes like. Chewy, a little jammy, garlicky, funky, black garlic. That's very again unexpected, except it's exactly what it says on the label. It says this is a smoked grisette with black garlic. You know what it tastes like? A grisette with black garlic that's a little smoky. So 
they did what they said they were going to do. Oh, so good. Let me have a sip and then we'll talk about food. Actually, no, we're going to have a sip and then we're going to look. No, I'm going to talk about food, then I'll look it up. Just in case they say, you should try this. If it's really smart and I'm like, haha, I already said that. Magnificent. Oh, man. Okay, so what are you going to eat with this? Well, as noted, funky cheese, cloth-bound cheddar, like farmhouse cheddar, like mottled gray rind kind of cloth-bound cheddar. Going to be magic because there's a lot of simpatico there. Similarly with uh, Beamster XO, that's going to work really, really well. Alternatively, a very fatty uh, soft cheese, a brie, something like that, where, well, actually... Hey, you could go for like an unpasteurized, funky Asprey. That might work really well, too. But I was just talking about a plain one. Pardon me. Just set a rich, creamy base to then let this slightly tart, slightly smoky, very black garlicky beer work with. Amazing. You will be... A very happy camper. Um, that would be fantastic. What else? Oh my gosh. So many things. Should we go with meat first? Sure. A really old dry aged piece of beef. Like 100 days plus. Maybe more. Um, one that again is starting to take on some fermented characteristics going to go really, really, really good with this. How about uh, a ragu? And I don't mean the jar of pasta sauce called ragu. I mean, when you take um, some, or I was going to say old meat, not old, but like leftover meat uh, and cook it down and cook it down with wine and with oil and, and garlic and, and onions and break it down and break it down and break it down. And maybe at the end you add a little bit of tomato paste to the, the liquid um, to make it saucy. But predominantly what it is, is it's a real caramelized umami meat-based sauce. That's going to go fantastic. Now I hear you. I've just listed two things that are clearly meat. Um, and that's not something I eat. You can do that ragu with uh, roasted cauliflower. Works really well, I'm told. Uh, still would like to try that out. It's just a little time-consuming, um, but I would enjoy giving that a spin. That could be really good. Mmm. Man, that's good. Um, this would be really good with mussels. I know I always say mussels, but mussels are... Um, they're not particularly briny necessarily, but they do still have a seafoody kind of characteristic to them. A little bit of a salty and uh, ideally sort of rich quality, which again, sour, smoky, and umami black garlic. Like, perfect. What a, com what, what a companion to that. Uh, it would be fantastic. Like a charcuterie board, because again, aged cured meats are going to have some similar umami characteristics that this beer is going to draw out. This is like ridiculous what you could do with this beer. You know where this beer isn't going to work so well? With like fruity fare or with spicy foods. Oh, spicy, depending on the spice. 
It might be okay. It's probably good with a, a slightly milder uh, Indian uh, feast if you were to have one. That garlic is just gentle, but so prevalent. And it goes so well with so much. You probably wouldn't want to have this with a bowl of Lucky Charms and milk. You probably wouldn't want to have it with a fruit salad. But man, just about anything else. This would go great with a burger, like a real fancy pants burger or just like a burger burger. This would be great. Man, so good. Mm. Let's look it up because I am curious now. So we'll go Little Beast's Money. Uh, what does Little Beasts say about this? Sorry, my internet's a little slow tonight. It's slow. I had to do that while it was loading. That's how slow it was. Money smoked grisette with bread and black garlic. Well, actually, there is some funk coming in off of that bread, too, then. The base beer is a lightly smoked grisette. Agreed. Very light smoke. Definitely. Belgian-derived phenolics. Probably, but mostly what I get here is garlic. Mm. And light farmhouse character from the Brettanomyces from the base beer. The black garlic was added post-ferment and is rich in earthy umami notes, as well as touches of balsamic and honey. I wouldn't have necessarily gone that deep, but I could have. This incredibly unique beer was a collaboration with our friends over at Third Moon Brewing in, you guessed it, Milton. Uh, Jesse reviewed this on February the 8th, 2022, at 4.15 p.m., by the way, and they said, well, this is a wildly unique beer, something I guarantee you've never had before, and you must try. Jesse, if you're out there right now, I agree. This is wildly unique. Something you've probably, I won't guarantee it, but I would give good odds on the fact that you haven't tried it. And, and should you? Yeah. If you like delicious things and drink alcohol, this should be right at the top of your list. This beer is ridiculous. It's so good. And I've got so much of it. And I just wish I had a chunk of Beamster. That's really what I want right now. If anybody lives in the east end of the beach and has Beamster and is willing to brave what's happening outside my window right now, and you brought me Beamster, I would share, well, I was going to say half the bottle. It's going to be more like a third with you. Just saying. And I'm pouring it in my glass right now to make myself a liar. This beer is so good. So good. Hey, did they have any left? <laughs> Can I order it? It looks like it. I can add it to cart. Okay. I might need to get some more of this beer. It's... It's pretty good. I don't like to... I, I try and stay away from superlatives. And also, I just don't like saying something's better than something else, because then that other thing, you know, it's going to feel a little bit bad. Or the person who made it might feel bad. So I'm not going to say it's better than... But this is far and away the most surprising and delightful beer I've had, certainly in this season of the podcast and in seasons of life, like in the past at least couple of years. 
This is insane. Everybody should try this beer. It's so good. Now, I notice, if you're looking on the camera, I did pour the rest of the bottle out. Now, this was in my icebox upright. It had settled out. It is hazier now. So there had been some uh, flocculation, to use the technical term, and I've now disturbed it. So we'll take a sip and see if uh, the hazier bottom bit, who knows, might be a bit breadier, might be a bit garlickier. Couldn't tell you. Oh, oh, no, it is better. Okay, lesson learned. Agitate the bottle. Way more farmhouse to the point now where, yeah, black garlic and also definitely bretonomyces. Like horse blankety, lovely umami. Again, the phenolics, they're probably in there, but I'm just, I'm, I'm losing them. Oh, in that black garlic. Friends, if you've never had black garlic and you're a little worried right now, I want to reassure you. You know how I said black garlic's not black because it's been cooked, it's black because it's been dried out and aged and whatever? Stick with me. I agree that most people wouldn't take a clove of raw garlic and take a bite out of it and enjoy themselves. Some people might because, hey... Somebody likes everything somewhere, but that is not typically, at least in Western palates, considered to be a palatable uh, food to just eat raw. Cooked garlic, better. Roasted garlic, all of a sudden you've got all these nice Maillard reactions, some nice sweet sugars, and now it's garlicky, but in a very pleasing way. And you might take a, you know, a clove of roasted garlic and smear it on a baguette and eat that. And that would be fine. You Will you be a little garlicky after? Yes. But you will have enjoyed yourself. It, it's, a, it's an enjoyable experience. Black garlic is like that, but even more. You could just eat cloves of black garlic, and I know this because I've done it. Is it garlicky? A little, but it's not overwhelmingly garlicky. And again, there's so much umami and earthy qualities that just... It's nice. And, and it is. It's quite... It's, it's jammy. Almost, it's, it's it com becomes quite squishy and sticky. Quite nice. Fantastic if you smear it on the baguette and then you put some cheese on top of it. Just saying. Um, but just on the baguette, that's nice too. Or a cracker, whatever you got on hand. So when I'm talking about this beer being black garlicky, I don't want you to get concerned and think that I'm going to be repelling vampires here. I don't think black uh, garlic works on vampires. I also don't think vampires exist, so the point is moot. But... The point I'm trying to make is this is very drinkable and it's not overwhelmingly fresh garlicky. The black garlic is delicate and it's aromatic and again, umami, earthy. They said um, uh, balsamic. The article I looked at on the website said um, molasses. Those are similar tastes. I get all of that uh, irony for sure, that that molasses -y, uh, quality. It's just wonderfully rich. You could almost describe it as herbal. Um, and again, just not like anything you would ever expect to taste in a beer. <laughs> Even in a smoked grisette, people will put like Morello cherries in a smoked grisette. Grisettes, by the way, because I heard you asking, 
A grisette is like a light, sour Belgian beer. It's a farmhouse style of beer. I think sometimes when you make Saison, you do a second run through the mash and that's your grisette. That's often how it was made. Um, so, yeah, Belgian yeasty notes, often soured, um, not un, unfamiliar with fruit additions, smoked malts. Sure. Why not? You can just make a grisette. You don't have to make a Saison first, um, which is, I suspect, what's happened here. But I don't know that for sure. Um, but yeah, grisettes, you get cherries, you get raspberries, you know, you might get herbs like sometimes you get like sage or like rosemary. Those all work really well. That's great. Those last two, though, are starting to demonstrate what you can do with these beers, which is you can lean really heavily into the savory side of things. And they've done that here. And my gosh. It worked. It worked. Man, did it ever work. Hey, what is it we're drinking tonight, kids? This is Manny, a collab between Little Beasts and Third Moon. Little Beasts, of course, out of Whitby and Third Moon out of Milton, as we just established. This beer is available at least on the Little Beasts website, probably the Third Moon, too. Who knows? Sorry, large vehicle just pulled up outside my house. Not here for me, I don't think. Um, seriously, seriously, seriously consider getting at least a bottle of this, but don't get one because you're probably going to like it. And even if you don't, you'll probably know somebody who will. So buy four <laughs> because you will be happier at the end of the day. Trust me on this. And on your way home, pick up a nice piece of funky cheese, Beamster, XO, if you can find it. Otherwise, cloth-bound cheddar. Uh, holy, holy moly, this is a tasty beer. My gosh, so good. Uh, what else have we got going on? Well, I mean, I think I told you last week there's a Martin Joseph concert coming up. I bought my tickets, found out the location. It's at the Paradise Theater on Bloor. 1006 Bloor Street West, I'm told. I think that must be somewhere around the junction or uh, what's beyond that? You know, Bloorerdale, something like that. I don't know. Things get a little hazy to me when I go past the dawn. So that is way past the dawn. But I'm excited for that. That's May the 11th. Shortly after, I'd have to look up the date to make sure. But my friend, my friends, if you count the people in the band, uh, Jerry Legere and the situation, they will be playing a rescheduled show. The original canceled, of course, due to Omicron. Uh, but they will be playing a show later in May, I think it was, or maybe early June also at the Paradise, also via Hughes Room Live. So look that up. Also, I believe playing in Bracebridge or Gravenhurst. So if you're up north, that would be fantastic. I would love to check them out up there. That'd be great. I know they played the saloon a couple of times at Sawdust. So one of the two. Anyway, look them up. What a great band. They're touring in Europe right now. So if you happen to be listening to this in uh where are they right now? Germany? I'm not sure. But uh, yeah, take a look. Jerry Legere, fantastic local artist, real, real cool songwriter, fantastic lyrics, great music. I couldn't say enough. Uh, Americana or like country, really nice music, really big fan. So check that out. Sorry, I need another sip of this beer. It's just intoxicating in more ways than alcoholically. Mm. 
man, I could drink that all night. I'm going to finish that glass and finish it slowly. Um, what else is happening? I don't know. There's probably some beer events coming up. You know, use the internet, guys. It's not hard. You're relying on me to tell you this stuff. I don't know what's happening. I don't go out. Rugby's happening. You got a kid who wants to play rugby? Hit me up. I got a good team. All ages. All people. Everyone's welcome. Rugby, it's for everyone. Uh, other than that, my dog just came in. Makes me think it's pretty close to needing to take her for a walk. Do you have a dog? Dogs are great. Gosh, I love a dog. I love a dog almost as much as I love this beer. I love that dog over there more, but other dogs almost as much as I love this beer. You don't have a dog and you want one. Couldn't say more than uh, good things about adopting. Should adopt a dog. Check out uh, Niagara Dog Rescue. That's where we got little Miss Ginger from. Maddie's Place here in Toronto. Very, very good. And uh, I'd also give a shout out to Paws of the North Rescue. They do a lot of work in Northern Ontario. Uh, most of their dogs that come down are husky mixes. So uh, I hope you like a very energetic and furry friend in that case. Kevin says dogs are the best. Yep. I agree, Kevin. I'm a mailman. Most people know that now. I always tell people the best part of the job, it's the dogs. <laughs> I get to see so many dogs and I pat them and I love them. And I got best buddies on my route. I know them not all by name, but a lot of them. I got uh, play bitten by a husky there on Thursday. We were having a little tussle and he got a piece of my hand and his owner felt so bad. I said, hey, it was my fault. I was fighting with him. He's just playing tails up, ears up. Happy as a clam at high tide. Only put a little hole in my hand, so we can call it even. But uh, yeah, if you don't have a dog and you want a dog, I mean, don't just dive into this. It's a major life change, but uh, you should have one. Every house is better with a dog, unless you're allergic. Then that's problematic, but there are dogs for you too, so check it out. Uh, what else have I got? Nothing. Adopt a dog. Check out Martin Joseph and Jerry Legere, and definitely buy... All of this beer. It's still available. It shouldn't be. More people should be drinking this. This, as I noted, Mani from uh, Little Beasts and Third Moon. It was a collab beer. Smoked grisette with black garlic. Surprisingly tasted exactly like described. And it was magnificent. I really, really, really wish I had more of it. And can't say enough good things about it. Other than that, let's hang out next Monday. Oh, by the way, happy all the things that we celebrated this weekend. I mean, there's four major things. Can you name them all? Yeah, it was uh, Easter, if you are of the Christian faith. Passover, if you are of the Jewish faith. Uh, you're in the midst of Ramadan, if you are of the Muslim faith. And for a lot of other people, it was just a really long weekend. And uh, whichever one of those you were uh, enjoying, I hope it was a good one. Lots of people you love and hopefully some tasty beers. I had more than a few. And uh, if it was a spiritual holiday for you, I, I hope that it was a blessed one and that you came out with a renewed sense of um, love and peace. And, and uh, that's, that's what I got. So happy Easter, Ramadan Mubarak, Chag Samiak. I never said that right. Chag, I can't quite get the Chag out right. Chag Samiak. Happy Passover, I guess, is how we could say it in English. And uh, happy long weekend. Rob Curry and the Curry Brothers, take us home. Check the notes in the show notes, the link in the show notes for this track. It is a banger. 